0: What's your favorite scary movie?
1: Horror Time, the podcast where two twenty-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm L. I'm Kate. Hello, everyone.
0: We're Hello. Doing it's Jello January. <laughs> fur, 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 fur. So uh, I wanted to. I didn't know that was a thing until I listened to. Rebecca McAndrew talk about Jollo for two hours, and she said it's Jallo January, so it's Jollo January because <laughs> her word is gone, Doctor Rebecca McAndrew. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> um, I guess I could give a brief little lesson on what the fuck I'm talking about, because I, for we're doing Knife Plus Heart as the description. I'm sure we'll say, um, which is kind of a modern version of a Jollo film, which, um, for a little. Brief side note of horror history lessons (laughs) because my dumb ass used to think Jala was a director when I heard people talk about it, and then I learned differently because it's like a style of mostly Italian cinema, Mm -hmm. um, and it's based on these Italian crime novels of the 50s, so it involves like crime and like murder, and there's like a guy in a mask. Let me find an actual definition for it, actually. I don't know what the why the (laughs) fuck I didn't do that before. Um, but it, it's always been a blind spot in horror for me, so I've been trying to watch, watch more, you know? Yeah. Um, like I, I watched, what did I watch? Torse? No. No, Tors was one of the ones I want to watch. I, I'm already blanking. This is going great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I can't even remember the fucking movie I watched. I guess I'll talk about that in the wind down, though. Um, but yeah, it's just, just. It's being just classified as mystery fiction, but like the the clear signs of it is like first of all, it doesn't make fucking sense. It will never make fucking sense. It's always like a mis- like a mystery with a twist. It's very colorful. It's supposed to be very colorful. Blood and Black Lace was the one I watched. Oh, okay, blanking, and that uh did not make sense. And like so, cause the. The first time I watched Knife Plus Heart, I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then like, <laughs> I watched more Giallo movies, I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> Noted. So, um, so yeah, this is actually a French film written and directed yep. by Yan Gonzalez. It came out last year. I got to see it first Was a double feature with Cruising, which was, like, Best Night I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Alive. But this was your first time seeing it, right, Al? Yes. Yes, it was. Did you know what it was about going in? I had no idea what
1: it was about. I just went in blind. Ah! <laughs> like, I got, yeah, like, a tiny d- description from, like, IMDb, and I was like, okay, I'll know that much, and then I just went in, and I was just like, mm-hmm. holy shit.
0: You're like, and well, we don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> so I guess I, we'll give a brief brief synopsis is that so? it, it takes place... In France in like the 70s, like the late 70s, mm-hmm. uh, in the, the the adult film industry, gay, gay porn specifically. Um, and this, this killer starts targeting people that worked with, with this specific director on this. You learn later on a specific film, targeted people that were all involved in this specific film. And I'm still not entirely. Okay, let me tell me, tell me what you think. Because I wasn't sure, to, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, because oh, I'm going <laughs> to talk <laughs> about the killer and how, did she know the killer, the director? Is that what was no. happening? Or they I just made a movie about the killer and th- that pissed him off?
1: I think they made a movie that was centered around the violence of the crime that happened.
0: Okay, but, but the-
1: not the specifics of like she didn't like it didn't click until like she saw like the film playing after these murders had happened again uh-huh. and then she realized oh shit like the it, it's connected there's like it's connected to the reason why like all these guys are targeted and they're like you know oh yeah. they never found the body of this guy and like they think he survived or something like that so
0: But she knew about the crime when like filming that yeah. movie right okay yeah. Okay, that makes sense now, because it's, it's like she's turning what she What she sees in the real world into art, like you see or in that, with that um, interrogation room scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> my audience was, like, losing its shit when the guy starts <laughs> humping the typewriter. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I love, like, the brief moments of humor that you get in this, because sometimes you, you need it, especially... I don't know, it's hard... We, we were talking off camera about just hate crimes and yeah, how hard it is to watch like the violence of our people and this is one that's specifically about the targeting of gay men
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I mean gays can get slashers too right we yeah. just had I was thinking about midnight kiss when I was watching this too um, that'd be a fun double feature <laughs> um I also liked that it. Even though it's... um That there's, like, a lesbian in the center. A very complicated... A very flawed lesbian. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think it's cool because, like... I feel like a lot of gay movies are either either or. Like, this is about a bunch of gay men. And maybe sometimes... They'll have a straight gal friend there or something. Yeah. And same with lesbians. Like, no, oh, it's all just les is happening. But, like... to To see the relationships and interactions... Of, like, lesbians with gay men is so specific. And I just really enjoyed watching that. I love how, like, that would be the job of, like, <laughs> of a Les to just, like, be editing gay porn that she, she feels nothing from. She's like, yeah, this yeah. is just work. I'm just smoking a cigarette and editing this. <laughs> I, like, love that. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, okay. I have to know your first thought when you saw the dildo knife. <laughs> I didn't know it was a knife at what first. St- <laughs> I, I mean, thought we what? were just gonna
1: have, like, a straight-up sex scene, like, or, like, some kind of weird... Oh, well, yeah! Right but, I mean, when he
0: extracts it, isn't that... I was like,
1: oh, goddamn. <laughs> I was afraid.
0: <laughs> I'm I thought, afraid.
1: Like, at first I thought, oh, he, like, stabbed him in the back, but then they got into the specifics of the crime, and I'm like, oh, that's so much worse. Yeah. Uh, he got, oh, um, yeah.
0: We, we are bad. gonna talk yeah. about
1: the assaults and the, the that happened in the uh movie so uh just just a warning to yeah because um, this one's pretty brutal like he gets stabbed in the rectum like yeah yeah it kills him and I'm like Jesus Christ it's uh um but it's but so- the the, ki- the oh.
0: kills that we do see are like purposefully ridiculous i think just because yeah. of the the genre and i think to kind of lighten the whole subject matter like the whole the the killing where the he's like giving a bj and then it stabs him yeah <laughs> oh because God. like that's funny that's <laughs> he was grabbing his head and i'm
1: like is he going to like snap it like the way he was grabbing I'm like he's going to like try to crush his head cuz i uh-huh. i i didn't see that it was the i thought it was his dick at <laughs> first I thought he was going to, like, stab his neck or, like, crush his head, but then it yeah. like, went through and I was like, oh, that's even worse! Oh! I'm like, I should just get used to this at this point. I'm just like, oh, it's going to be this? No, it's going to be worse.
0: Uh, yeah, it, God, it reminded me of that scene in Brain Damage where it's like, oh, God. I don't that's a, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, look up the movie Brain Damage and then you'll hate living. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Frank Lauder will probably love that review.
1: but like oh yeah yeah and this movie I think like also for what it does is like all the relationships are just just very you know like intimate and like people are like they're like really chill with each other and they're just interacting and it's just kind of like it's nothing framed specifically it's just kind of like here's these people and like this Uh is kind of that's what they do and this is their relationships with one another um, and I do, I have a question. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, when, uh, they're at the bar, and then, uh, messias shows up, uh, and, sh- like, you know, she's, I don't know if she's supposed to be trans?
0: That's literally what I was looking up right now. Because yeah. I meant, I looked at my notes, like, looked that up, and, of course, I forgot, and now I'm looking at my <laughs> notes, and I don't fucking know, because I was wondering that too, if it's an act... If they actually got a trans woman to play, um, to play the trans woman. I'm not, uh, the The French IMDb page is not telling me much. It says um, uh,
1: Theobald Servier. Servier. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's trans person or not. Um, <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, like, I didn't know if they were intended supposed to be like trans, like purposefully in the movie, like,
0: I think the character like... was supposed to be trans. You know what? I'm looking at this actor's Instagram. I don't think that's a trans woman. Oh, that's a yikes, nope, that's... actually. Nope. I'm glad you addressed that and brought that up, because I was looking yeah. at that.
1: Because it didn't seem to frame it like it was, like, you know, drag or anything.
0: No, no. Um, like, the character was definitely so. supposed to be trans.
1: Yeah. And then there was well, that she- one scene at the picnic where, like, the bottle came out. <laughs> And they were like, oh
0: my back God. from her surgery in Mexico. <laughs> 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 Giving birth to the wine bottle. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that picnic scene and like, forgot for a second that I was watching a horror movie. I'm like, I would just watch a movie of this group hanging out and going on picnics, to be honest. Because, like you said, it's that relationship building and the character building. Like, you. Yeah. And I don't know nothing I l- about the I love adult the film, relationship between.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love the relationship between, uh, Archibald and Anne, uh
0: because yeah.
1: they almost seem like brother-sister, even though they're not. Yeah. Um, it's, like, gay man, like, male love male,
0: women love women, solidarity, right? <laughs> Truly solidarity! Yeah, no, especially, I loved their scenes, like, like, back to just showing, like, the relationship of, like, lesbians and gay men, like, I really don't see that on screen a lot, and a lot of... It's it, I've noticed it's weird, like, a, lo- a lot of my closest, like, friendships are just, like, I feel most comfortable just hanging around gay men for some reason. And I, I, I really hope this doesn't mean it in an, like, an accessorizing way or anything, because I'm gay myself. No. I just mean, like, it just feels very, like, there's this connection and there's this safety involved when, I don't know, it's just nice. There's something about hetero <laughs> men where it's like...
1: When, oh, when yeah. you're, like, I feel like when you're with, like, hetero people and, like, specifically, like, hetero men, it's, like, are they hitting on me or, like, are they gonna, exactly. like, try anything with me? But, like, when you're with, like, people who, you know, when you're with gay men, um, hell, even, like, when I'm, like, if I'm with, um, I don't know if I've been with, like, besides you and, um, other friends that are lesbians, <laughs> um, like, it's just, like, a safety, like, level that I feel because I'm just, like, I'm with people that, like, understand me and like on a on a level that i don't think yeah you know hetero people can truly like get and also because i am a woman um so like being with gay men it's like i don't have to have that fear of are they gonna try something on me or just anything like that and it's just so nice to like just hang out with people who are just want to be your friend and it's like thank Mm -hmm. you friendship 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 is great Yeah, um so like the whole you know, the, the movie that she starts making after uh carl's murder and she's Ho- like We're homicidal gonna- <laughs> homicidal from previously named anal fury 5 ah!
0: <laughs> yes uh. what
1: about it it's perfect. God, it's so wild. Just the fact she got Archibald to play, like, her character right, in the Oh, um, Archibald show. is
0: gorgeous in that.
1: I love it so much. And then the one where uh, he's calling up the detective in the phone booth. And there's, like, that absolute, like, comedic-worthy uh, splatter splash
0: zone, pretty much. Oh, yeah, spot that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I love so how, that, first of all, that they just pick a man up off the street and be like, would you like to be in gay porn? And he's like, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm hetero, but sure. I know, <laughs> Sure, son. I love how, uh, like, his detective costume and just his youth it makes him look like he's in, like a, like, a high school play where he's supposed to play a detective. Like, when he comes out with that gun, I'm just like, this is, like, Arsenic and Old Lace or something. <laughs> like... Just the he details, does. the details of this. I love it. Like, it, it and it, it really, like I said, this is a subject I know nothing about, really, especially like, especially in the 70s. Like, I know, and I know that's like its own thing. And so, like, you really feel like you get to know this world and these people. I, I think he did a great job of that. And this is, I know that the director is really interested in that era of porn specifically. And this was kind of like his love letter to it. Mm hmm. I actually found... I found an interview with Ian Gonzalez where they... Because I was thinking about this also about the irony of this, like... Or just, like, the meaning behind this killer targeting gay men and, like... And the fact that no one gives a shit, that the cops don't give a shit, no one cares that it's specifically gay men being killed. And I'm like, this is right before the AIDS crisis. And I... That was definitely a conscious decision. And... Because he was asked about that, um this interviewer asked. I, I, The interviewer said, I imagine there was also an effort to lovingly represent what was the last gap before the AIDS crisis. And he said, yeah, I think there was a hedonism at the time that we completely lost during the 80s and the rise of AIDS. I wanted to portray that to depict some characters, some free-spirited characters with no barriers, with no taboos. So it really is like, like he was trying to capture, like, that time right before our fucking plague. Yeah. Where, like, Where, like, our people just got to be free. And, like, for once... It was, like, right after the whole 60s liberation and everything. Like, you get one... And after Stonewall. It's like, you get one decade. And then (laughs) wiped out. Thanks. Like, oh, it's just so heartbreaking. I don't know. But, like, I know... know, You can tell that that was a conscious decision of, like, setting it in this specific time period. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, even... Even before that, I think like cruising was pre AIDS crisis. We'll, we'll talk about cruising later on, but I just <laughs> had to I just had to throw that out there. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, no one's ever given a shit about us. I feel yeah, like that's like, a good that's a good segue, right? To, yeah,
1: to like even the one of the, the I think the younger detective that was on mm-hmm. like the actual detective on the case that came out to Anne after she left the station, even mentioned it's not a high priority. It yeah, almost, like. I just, like, I'm making a face, like, oh, yeah, 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 feel that, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so, I didn't want to, this is going to be kind of a short one, because <laughs> we all know about LGBT hate crimes, and if I yeah. talk too much about it, I start getting really upset. Aww. Uh, not, not super upset, but, like, like, I'm just, like, I hate being reminded a ton about how much people hate us still, um, but like some of the most significant ones, um, back in 2002 in France, uh, Francois Chenoux was murdered by neo-Nazi skinheads, uh, became the subject of a documentary called Beyond Hatred, which includes extended interviews with members of his family during and after the trial, uh, as depicted in the documentary, one of the assailants was a minor and received a mm. 15-year sentence while the two adult attackers received a 20-year sentence. Uh, The parents were also uh, given a six-month sentence for their neglect contributing to their son's violence. There is also Brutrande Delano, uh, who was an openly gay mayor of Paris. Uh, He thankfully survived his attack. He was non-fatally stabbed by a Muslim immigrant named Asedan Burkhan in October of 2002. And so it like, literally like, it happened the month after ...the first crime happened. Um, So, Alexis Fruman was murdered in June 9th of 2007... ...in Reims by white power skinheads... ...motivated by hatred of his ethnicity and sexual orientation. So... It's like, double hit. Uh, And the most, like, recent one happened back in 2013. Uh, Wilfred de Bruggen was beaten while walking with his boyfriend... ...in the 19th arrondissement of Paris... Uh, he later posted a photograph of his face on uh, facebook to raise awareness of homophobic attacks which attracted international media attention in the process Uh, and they did catch the guys that did it and i do believe they have been sentenced um so at least like for at least they don't have like a whole like see also history of violence against LGBT people in like United States, like where you have to go to a whole ass other page, yeah, to see it. Um, but it's like the fact that it's it's still happening, like even in 2013. I'm just like, you know, and and it's not even to you know mention the how bad it is in United United States, just because we also have the excessive gun violence that happens here. Sure.
0: So we got we got so many fucking problems. <laughs> yeah, I was in like a college course of um political science and uh i was the only person in my class who knew who matthew Shepard was like the, the i don't know how we got on the subject but my professor asked and i was literally the only person i'm like how do y'all not know this like the most famous or at least yeah one of the most famous like gay hate crimes in this country and it happened within our lifetime yeah um anyways yeah this is definitely hard to talk about yeah
1: um, but I do think that uh even though it is hard to talk about, I think it's important to talk oh, yeah. about it definitely because I mean, it's, Yeah. It's that's... it's still it is still hard to talk about because we are part of the group that it's happening to. Yeah.
0: Um I mean that's but... why I defended the whole like the choice in it chapter two and everything and like I got into yeah. that when we talked about the movie, so I won't it, But that yeah. I'll stand yes. by it. <laughs>
1: Stand. Quote me on that.
0: I stand by it. Chapter
1: two. <laughs> I think I gayest character of the year. Richie Tozer baby. Let's
0: oh my go. God. I I already told Elvis, but for anyone listening today at work, I hope this small little child that was dressed like Eddie, and they were like, "Do you have the making of it, chapter 2 And I'm like, "Yes, I do." Like brought it. Brought brought them over. I was. Oh my God. <laughs> they had they had like those. They had you know those like. Thigh high socks on, but they were rainbow striped. Like, oh, oh my god! This small child.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Plus, uh, so we can talk about how gay this movie is. Cause oh, it's, it's pretty gay.
0: It's pretty fucking gay. It's it's very gay. Yeah, I like how we're we're getting we're getting closer and closer of just having like like Hellbent was one of the first like gay slashers, and now we got. This and Midnight Kiss of just like, what well, I guess this is more, very specifically gay. Like Midnight Kiss was just like, it happens to be a group of gay friends, but what this is like very specifically.
1: Yeah, it's very yeah. it's very centered around LGBT people.
0: Mm-hmm. Not not a straight in sight. <laughs> <laughs> straight people don't know her. Never heard of them. Um, I feel like there's something to be said or discussed about the fact that the killer is also gay, like, like, yeah. like went through a traumatic experience that caused this internalized homophobia, I'm assuming, because...
1: Yeah, of, like, targeted, it's, yeah. it's... It's motivated, because, like, he got castrated by his boyfriend's father. Yeah. And then his boyfriend died in the fire that his own father set, and he was horribly, you know, burned from it, and that's why he's wearing the mask and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, so he has, like, just this hatred, and then he sees this film, and he's like, I'm gonna go after the people that made this. So, um, I felt so sad when Louise died. I was like,
0: no, please. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, yeah. <laughs> That's the, like, you know a movie's doing its job, especially, like, specifically a, a horror movie. When you, like, get genuinely upset over the deaths, you're like, oh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to feel things! Okay, what? Yeah. And usually, like, because we
1: all know the trope, area gays. Yeah. Um, but I think the difference in, uh, with this, like, I don't mind it as much is because there's literally gay um, characters everywhere. Yeah. We're, we're, it's and not like, this is, like, a group of straight people and one gay, and the gay happens to die, and it's yeah. just, like... Yeah. There's and, no
0: tokenism, because that's the problem people have. That's the stem of barrier gays, is the tokenism, and then, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Not, not, not really, like, upset so that's about how, it at all. Yeah. That's how you fix barrier gays. You make everyone gay, and then someone can die. <laughs> and then it's, like, barrier gays, uh, <laughs> <for> this film. <one. laughs>
1: yeah. Love it. And also, like, it's a movie that's centered around like the gay pornography industry and you don't really see a lot of dicks i don't think you see a single dick it's i don't just not think like you dildos. really do like the like, like the dildo is like the the one i thought it was
0: a dick but no it's just the dildo this is, this is the opposite of stranger by the lake <laughs> this is just 90 percent dicks <laughs> She's so so much
1: so much dicks in my face <laughs> on the screen <laughs> I keep choosing
0: these movies where Elle is like, oh!
1: You know what was really fun with this movie is that I had, like, the last half hour of it to finish up after, Mm -hmm. um, I went and saw a movie in theaters. And I had to go down, I went downstairs because I was like, I gotta be around my parents because I don't think I'm just, like, shutting myself away for the weekend. And so I was (laughs) watching this and I'm like, please don't let there
0: be anything really weird going on. Oh, my last, God. Where I'm sitting by the counter. My mom could look up and see I'm a, I would never in a million years watch this in front of my mom. <laughs> Thankfully, she was too invested on her iPad
1: to give a shit what oh I was doing. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And by the time she came over to see, like, while I was working on something else, I was way done with the movie, so it was like, I'm all
0: right. <laughs> hey.
1: I also really liked, like, the really weird... Dream sequence things that kind of happened that Anne was supposed to be having, yeah. and they kind of yeah. had like that inverted color scheme with the crows and just like these weird images that happen, and mm-hmm. then it like all comes together in the end.
0: Yeah, because I was like that, at first, that's yellow, like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Truly, what is going on?
1: I don't know why, like, don't ask me why, but it's probably because it just there was some similar lighting near the beginning, but I was just, like, getting Atomic Blonde vibes from, like, the similar lighting when she's in the club and there was, like, all these, like, oh. lights and stuff. I was like... Oh, that club scene! And I was like, I am I getting it? Like, and also because Anne just happens to have, like, the same kind of haircut and color, and I was just, like, <laughs> Atomic Blonde.
0: Oh my um, god.
1: Also a gay film. Love it. <laughs> also a barrier your gay sp- <laughs> also, that's. But at least we have. Oh, James McAvoy wanted his guy to be gay, but the director was like, nah. And I was like, oh, you really? could have had <gasps> bi gay solidarity. <laughs> but at least we have a bi woman that lives, so. Hell yeah. <laughs> at least a so gay yeah. lives. One of my friends was watching The Invitation. Um. And she's like, Do they really just bury your gays? And I was like, There's one at the end. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And she's like the <laughs> the gay the, the gay guy, the black woman, and like one white guy live and then they see all this shit going down
0: outside. And I was like, Yeah. Karen
1: Kasama's that bitch.
0: I love the invitation. I'm like oh, wow. well, that, that has that's on our list. It's, yes. Definitely.
1: Um and it like there's a lot of almost dream like quality to some of the scenes in this movie. I feel like especially yeah. when it comes to the when she goes to the aviation place where when she like has the feather and she shows yeah. it like, I felt like I was in a dream. Like I was like <laughs> this is happening in the movie. Right.
0: Yeah. That was That's so wild. That's very French actually. <laughs> That's just <laughs> This checks out. No, yeah, it's it's gorgeous. It's a gor- it's gorgeously shot. It um, is. It's
1: very colorful, and I really, really like yeah. it. I,
0: I I feel so bad that I didn't have a better like definition of Jalo, but it's just kind of hard to describe, and I'm learning. But if you, you you'll you'll know it when you see it. How about that? You know, yeah. This this checks the bar. It was fun to watch this after having seen some of the essentials and understanding like the influences and stuff. But yeah, it's on shutter. And um, I think on Canopy, if you have Canopy, so you can watch it faux free. You just need yes. a library card. Hell yeah! Oh. And we that love notes. that accessibility. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to wind down? Sure. Anything else to say? Um,
1: I I genuinely really enjoyed this film. I'll probably watch it again sometime soon. Um, and I think a lot of people will, will definitely love it because it's. It's both gay and it's horror, so how can you not?
0: Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> nice to watch by myself instead of, because even though I went, this was a double bill with cruising, but I'm pretty sure it was mainly just straight men there in the theater because it was the new Beverly, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but I was, I was with a good straight man. <laughs> 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 Odd. <sighs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, we can wind down if you want
1: sure um would you like to go first
0: or sure you, go first? you actually you go first i don't know what the fuck i've been doing <laughs> okay <laughs> so most of the time i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> and the days are
1: the same every day yeah um so i i haven't uh read a lot uh recently i haven't picked up, i gotta put my book back up my god i'm so bad at reading <laughs> I mm-hmm. miss being in high school when I read like every day of my life and now I'm just like reading takes too much energy, but I'll read this hundred K fix. fix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're insane for reading that. I, I'm like I cap it at it like ten thousand unless I wanna be there all night. Oh man, so yeah. Know.
1: It's there's there's some where it's like, Jesus Christ, this is a
0: lot. Um
1: but uh I have been watching a lot. I watched a bunch of, like, besides this movie, I watched two other movies this weekend. Uh, I saw Parasite, and I saw, oh! 19, I saw 1917 today, uh, this Sunday. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, um, it's
1: a Parasite. I walked out of that theater and I was like, I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if it does not win. At least. Like, however many nominations it has, it needs to at least win one, or I'm uh-huh. gonna be really, really well, pissed.
0: I mean, it's definitely gonna get foreign film, and then yeah. Bong Bong Joon-ho might win director. It's, it's oh. between him and San Mendez. They're, like, buttonheads. Um yeah it's,
1: yeah, it's so good, and, like, I, I didn't know anything really bad about it going in. That's just how I go to movies. I'm just like, let's just go yeah. see this movie. Like I
0: mean specifically, that's what you're supposed to do for Parasite.
1: <laughs> yes. Cuz like when it it came to the part where like the lady uh came back and she was like I there's something in the Ugh. basement I forgot. And then that happens and I was like <laughs> like I was just like what Ma'am? the hell is going on? Um now I had a good crowd. I went to this like old a theater that my mom used to go to um, it was like an art it's like an art uh, art theater so mm-hmm. it was like they had like these really cool old lot style looking tickets still and I'm like I went there for Parasite and also because I really love the look of those tickets <laughs> the, the ones you get at like AMC and shit are really boring looking I miss the old ones um, but like it wasn't a huge theater cuz it had like one aisle and then you had to like shuffle into your row cuz the farthest like the last seat on the left was like against a wall Mm. but i could i could still see and it was like all on like a like a slight slope it wasn't like stacked like most movie theaters are nowadays um so really old school and i think it's like one of the only ones that's really showing uh foreign films near me Mm. like amc is getting better at it um i don't know if they're gonna show a portrait with of a lady on fire like the one I went to is uh, going to because I'm I'm like, oh, getting on. a
0: wide release on Valentine's Day yes a so, wig <laughs> yay for lesbians um Lesbian. <laughs> lesbians
1: lesbians stay winning uh and then I saw 1917 with my parents today and that was also pretty oh. full as well um <laughs> What a fucking move! Like, what? what That's oh, a- goodness. Ain't that a
0: film? Ain't
1: that That's a, a film? film? Your review is like so on point of that film. <laughs> like, why am I getting all upset and like crying at this white boy running scene? Oh,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> he's just running, and I'm like about to sob. Look at him go. I yeah. I've already talked about this, so you can talk about it. <laughs>
1: It's so good, and, like, I I love watching these movies that are supposed to be shot almost like they're one continuous one, and yeah. being like, where could they have cut? And I'm just like, right here, and right
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for the cuts. It's become yes. a lot less obvious to than, like, Rope, though, where it's like, we're just gonna zoom in on a character's back.
1: We're just gonna, like, um, go behind this character's back real close-like. <laughs> um, yeah. it's It's so good, and, like, George McKay, who's the lead guy... So good. Like, this is supposed to take place over, like, tw- almost 24 hours, or even less, than. Yeah,
0: and, like, um, I didn't- the-, the first time I saw it, I was just like, ball, ball, a- my ass was blown out. And then the second <laughs> time, I got to, like, really pay attention to his performance, and, like, what a fucking feat it is. Like, not just physically, physically and emotionally- that that's one tough film to make. I I was thinking about him like if I was a director I would want to work with this guy because I know this guy is game for fucking anything. Yeah, <laughs> like I I'd only known him from the movie Pride. Yes, <laughs> he was in that. I, I hey. saw that movie. And the I other guy was the other boy, uh, was good too. Yeah, I, I was name. so sad good for yeah S- 1917 spoilers that's <laughs> sorry can you gaze stop spoiling 1917 <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. die. okay <laughs> the, my favorite review is 1917 was like the audacity of saying oh yeah my older brother looks just like me and it's richard madden
1: <laughs> richard madden your cameo is two minutes you have fun
0: with it you gotta you gotta just start crying immediately e- can you do it He's like, yeah I, I got this he also brought in the the jaw clenching that he used in bodyguard yes! a lot like this was a walk in the park for him god boy yeah.
1: yeah dean charles chapman like the like the whole time when he was on uh when he was on screen uh i was just like i was rooting for both of them you know Let's go. Let's go. And it's just, it's Then the relationship between them, also. It's like, you can tell there's like a depth background behind it, even though it's not like really talked about. But like, you can just feel this connection. But they they find
0: ways to not. It's very show, not tell. Like, the script is so smart that it's not like. This is just turning into a 1917 review, sorry. But, like, instead of, like, oh, yeah, remember when we're World War friends, right? Yeah, we've been doing this for how long? It's just this, they have this rapport and, like, him being a, uh, George McKay being a little bit older and being a father and, like, you get that sense of the way that he treats this kid and, like, Mm -hmm. when he gives him his bread and something where he wants to go first out in the field, like, that. Just, like, little actions like that. It's just brilliant. Um, Yeah. I wanted to point out, I don't think I ever pointed out that this has a female co-writer. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Christy Wilson Cairns. Or, she's this lovely Scottish woman. I went on like a deep oh. dive of her interviews. Just like, I love you. Christy Wilson Cairns. <laughs> she's Karnes, she's writing um, Edgar Wright's next movie. So I'm just <gasps> like, fuck yeah. Queen. Uh, <laughs> yes.
1: Uh. I'm ready. Oh my God. Yeah. 19.
0: 19 what if just every week? For wind down, we just keep talking about 1917.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, last night in Soho. Just, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Um. um yeah, I well, as far, so good. I, well, as far as what I've been doing, I remember I had to look up the movie I watched. It was <laughs> Tenebrae. Okay. Um, it was another. It's a Dario Argento film from the 80s, and I did not like it. <laughs> he was the and, same guy that did the original Suspiria, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That okay. Guy. Uh, there was a moment. There is a lesbian character in it. And I was like, "That's cool," and she gets killed immediately. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I take it back. But it's the eighty. <laughs> um, I also got to see Fright Night on the big screen for the first time, and yes. that's also gay rights. And yeah. <laughs> um, that was really cool. Yeah. Just been. Oh, I have I talked about how I I can read and was actually I've been reading a book like yes. a real book for yes. people. Yes. 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 <laughs> Tell me. It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, yeah. I've heard of this book! Yes! It's gonna save the world. <laughs> Everyone is gonna come together because of this wonderful book. It's oh, so sweet. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm
1: gonna read it so badly, it's, like, on my list, so I'm looking forward to reading
0: it. I'm just like, yes! Yeah. and the author's already writing her next book that's not out till next year, but I am already, like, sign me up. Here's my pre-order, because it's <laughs> She describes it as Kate and Leopold, but lesbians. And I'm like, you know <gasps> what? You're, here's my money. <laughs> yes. 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 Yes.
1: Oh, I'm about it. Um, uh, yes. More gays. More gay stories, please. Thank you. There's actually a sci-fi uh, trilogy that I have, like, the first two on my shelf to read. Uh, it's called the Ancillary Trilogy. Uh, it's written by Anne Leckie. And it's, like... The whole LGBT spectrum is involved Ooh. in, like, the main characters and main, like, people of this, of the group. I can't remember right now what it's about. I just remember that, and I was just like, here's my money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it. Um, but I love that it's more and more prominent, you know lgbt characters and like genres and stuff like that yeah especially in books i'm like because the books are so good books are eternal um and i love people being able to like find these these like no matter what genre you know and you have these relatable characters lgbt uh and other and other you
0: know i'm I'm about it let's do more of it i love it um
1: yeah i'm noticing
0: that there's a lot in like sci-fi books and YA fantasy books, like that's yeah, that's where it's at.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I would love, I would like to see more of it. Um, but uh, as far as uh, yeah, books, I'm I'm still reading my my fucking stiff book by Mary Roach because I'm just oh. very bad at reading. <laughs> i will get back onto it i don't know why for some reason this week i was just like i cannot pick up a book right now i cannot deal with this (laughs) um so not much else going on though it's almost february which feels weird Uh. (laughs) when this comes out it'll be like the last day of january
0: Okay, but February means the Invisible Man. <laughs> yes, Let's Birds of Prey. That.
1: Birds of Prey played yes. before my before 1917, and I was like hitting yeah, my parents. Same that. Like, <laughs> and, and when Invisible Man came on, I was like clapping in the theater. I was so excited.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like the right. the I was like hitting my parents. I'm, like I don't
0: care. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, much, much to look forward to. And I'm we're, looking and we're forward to it. We're trying to, to plan it. some stuff. Uh, <laughs> Trying to plan some guests and everything. Yes, uh, definitely. I'm gonna be- I keep forgetting to mention I'm gonna be on the attack of the queer wolf. I don't know when. Like, I already f- recorded it. But they've yeah. been releasing it um, later because of the whole, um, s- switch to Fangoria. So, I'll try, I'll let people know whenever that happens. I'm just sitting here.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: even- I don't even remember what I said. I just remember at one point I start talking about the Twilight movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah so y'all can find me at dyke madden on twitter i'm at
1: lm designs on twitter and you can also find the podcast at horror time pod on twitter and stop horror time pod on facebook uh and if you would like to you can definitely leave a review about us if on like apple or stitcher wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts that allows you to do that and hey if you got people that want to know more about horror but just aren't up to watching it we are totally here for you And we'd love to have the word spread about us, if you'd like. Uh, We're eternally grateful for you guys listening. And we look forward to talking about next week's movie with you. Bye. Goodbye.